This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game show podcast. With Kevin De Bruyne, who sets up a shot and scores. And now it's with Harry Kane, and it's another chance to make it three, and he doesn't miss this time. That's Coutinho for Salah. Oh, that's brilliant. Mo Salah's header from Coutinho's excellent cross. And here's your host, James Rose. Fresh from the international break, we're back. Welcome to episode 7 of our second season. Hope you're having a great week. I'm here today with the leader of the Casey Spurs, the man who believes Moussa Dembele still got it, and who has been nominated for Dad of the Year Award at a local brewery. Drinks on them. It's Gerard Bustamente. How are you, bud? You know, I'm sitting in my new little studio. I have a glass of red wine, and I'm ready for my evening to be ruined. (laughs) You never know, might be better. Uh, and I'm also joined by the leader of the Casey Gooners, the man who's adamant Rob Holding only punched the air, and who's already picked out his seat for December's North London derby. Very organised. It's Boyce Richardson. How are you, bud? You know, just like an Arsenal team goal. Feeling beautiful. Feeling well, <laughs> well connected. And apparently rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's kick this off then with our top three segment, where the guys try to figure out which stories and games were the most discussed. Three points for guessing number one, two for number two, and so on. Boyce, you get to go first this week. So out of all those fixtures played over the weekend, what was the most talked about? Let's talk about the rampant hilarity of Chelsea's last-minute equalizer against Jose Mourinho. Against Jose Mourinho, of course. Yes, that'll uh, snatch you those three points. Chelsea deny Man United all three points after a last-gasp effort from Ross Barkley. Uh, sees both teams <laughs> share the points. Uh, final score was 2-2. Two to two. Um, Here's a fun lead-in. No manager of Man United has managed to take all three points from Stamford Bridge since Ferguson. Uh, so quite a while. And of course, Mourinho was seconds away from doing that, but didn't quite do it. Um, despite a great game of football, the headlines were undoubtedly about Mourinho's bust-up with uh, Chelsea's assistant coach. Um, we heard today, I believe, that the coach has been fined by the FA. Um, Boyce, do you think that was the right decision? No. You know, it was funny to sit and listen to the broadcast and hear the announcers wax poetic about how offensive it was that Chelsea was celebrating in front of Manchester United's bench. And then I I think, you know, this is one of the moments where social media is most appreciated in my life because I always wonder, where are those clips of Jose Mourinho being a jackass? And then social media just sends them out to you like a beacon in the dark. I mean, fine. I guess people could take the opinion that Jose Mourinho should have been fine back in those circumstances as well, and they'd maybe be right. But dang, yeah, I <laughs> you know, screw him. And uh, his reaction <laughs> was very much like the Eric Cartman "screw you guys, I'm going to go home." Him flailing about like he actually intended to get into a fight any- with anybody was absolutely ridiculous. That man's never thrown an actual punch in his entire life, <laughs> and it was all vaudeville bullshit. And absolutely nothing about it was real. Sorry would have knocked him down and he would have started crying and run back to his hotel in Manchester where he's feeling so alone. I just, the whole match was one of those situations where you kind of thought when Rudiger scored that goal that maybe things were going to go to Chelsea's way. And then, you know, credit where credit's due. Anthony Martial could have just quit on this squad. Uh, Mourinho has shown little to no faith in him throughout the entire campaign. And it only stands to reason that in a match that they desperately needed somebody to score 
the person that Mourinho tried to sell for absolutely no reason that Tottenham was down on their knees pleading to get on their squad scores two really nice goals and you know things fell apart at the end and I would have probably predicted an Olivier Giroud goal as opposed to a Ross Barkley goal but it was always coming uh this United team, as long as it's under Jose Mourinho, isn't doing anything better than the Europa League, and that's the, really the end of the analysis. Jared, what are your thoughts on uh, on the game as a whole, and then, of course, your thoughts on the uh, the bust-up as well? Well, the hard part was just watching it, just an epically frustrated Eden Hazard. Uh, I mean, I, I think this season in particular, him just carrying this Chelsea squad, and like, uh, to kind of echo Boyce, you know, that goal was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but preceding that goal, Eden Hazard was the frustrated guy on the pickup basketball team who was like, can I just, I mean, he was LeBron James. He was like, can anyone just do something, please? You got to be kidding me. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, that, that kind of Looney Tunes finish uh, just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it isn't so much celebrating in front of the bench. God, Marino's face, whatever I am of the ilk that I think you're more likely to get fined and, you know, and all these things nowadays. And I think that Mourinho should have been fined back then. I think it's, I think it's trash. And uh, I think it's hilarious though, that people are calling for the guy to be fired. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a guy who's sorry. He's like second manager from like back in the Napoli days. The guy's not going anywhere. Uh, and I'm just very upset that, you know, Anthony Martial went out there and scored two great goals. Uh, and now Spurs won't sign him. Yeah. That was too expensive. <laughs> Jared, you're up next. We have second and third spots still to guess, so what do you think made it? Oh. Tough one this week, I'll give you that. There's a couple of... Uh, well, I won't well, say anything. See, we'll see what you think. All right. I'll do it so Boyce can have his time and, and, <laughs> and, I, and I can be done. Uh, Arsenal uh, finally winning, I guess, or something. Uh, believe it or not, that was not on the list. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually fine with that. I find that hilarious. <laughs> there were other Bo- things that just pipped it. So, boys, we're going to go back to you. We have second and third still. To- <laughs> and I, tr- I promise you, this isn't biased. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy. This is great. Uh, boys, you know, to you. I was honestly trying to figure out what my other guess was going to be when I thought that that was going to be second or third place. So I honestly, I have no idea, but I'm going to go with Manchester City's 5-0 drubbing of Burnley. That was on the list, sir. Yes, and that'll get you just the one point, believe it or not. That was third. Uh, I think the storyline here is the fact that Joe Hart was in goal um, for Burnley and allowed five past him. Um, yeah, Man City I think put- it's just because you like we burned you that one time, James, and now you think we always <laughs> want to talk about Burnley. Got to, got to give him a chance, man. Got to give him a chance. Certainly not our intent. <laughs> anyway, the final score in that game was uh, was five nil. This was City's twenty third Premier League victory with a margin of five goals or more. Ten of those, of course, have been under Pep Guardiola. Um, so, boys, question for you on City. Uh, it's kind of like last year. We saw them just comfortably win the title back in November. Are we thinking along those lines now? Or do you think, based on the positions on the table, Liverpool still might have a chance? What do we think? I think if Liverpool ends up winning the eighteen nineteen Premier League title, that they should send a gift-wrapped package to Riyadh Mahrez's house uh, for skying a PK that just unacceptably towards the end of that that match. Uh, no, I, I think 
The crazy thing is the fact that both Liverpool and Manchester City have allowed three goals through nine matches, which is, I mean, that's incredible, especially from a Liverpool team that at some point had Murata in the back line. Uh, that's that's crazy that they've only, I mean, that's .33 goals per match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nuts. And Manchester City, nine matches in, is at a plus 23 goal differential. And, and I think... You know, we've we've talked about it multiple times throughout the campaign or throughout this season in the campaign generally that it was always going to be a close race between Manchester City and Liverpool. The problem for Liverpool was the fact that I just I don't think that they can put up the same goal differential that City can. And with as tight as this campaign is going to be when there are striations between teams, uh, you know, we've talked about it before. It's Manchester City and Liverpool. One, two, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Tottenham, three through five. Yeah. And maybe Manchester United hanging out in the sixth spot if they ever get it together. But every other team's running for seventh place. And in this particular campaign, it's going to come down to a random loss or goal differential. And Manchester City's already up plus 10 on goal differential nine matches into the season. And they've beaten teams that they needed to beat and they just beat them in a fashion that nobody else can, you know, Arsenal might be able to put five pass full on, but Manchester city is doing that every week. Mm-hmm. And if Liverpool can't match that, I think they're going to have difficulty winning the title purely because again, we had this conversation last season. When does Manchester city lose? You would have thought that a way to Liverpool would have been the primary match that they could potentially lose. They've already won at Arsenal. They've won at, well, they drew at Liverpool. They should have won. Uh, They certainly didn't lose. So there just aren't that many matches left for them to lose this season. Well, maybe next week against Tottenham. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, so Tottenham have been firing on all cylinders of that late. (laughs) This is uh, my my chance to get in the fact that Tottenham have had their best nine-match start to a season and are still behind Arsenal. Just that's funny to me. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I'll see the rest of my time to Jared. Uh, Let me spin it to Burnley for you, Jared. Uh, Despite their loss, this was only Burnley's fourth Premier League defeat by five or more goals. Um, Clearly, Burnley, as Boyce was just pointing out, are just not one of those teams that can keep up pace for City. So with Burnley, what can they do to get a little bit stronger, a little bit better overall as a team you know just we want to really root for arsenal to finally finish about spurs for a sign in four years whatever anyway <laughs> uh so first time in two what, years what, what all right. right go ahead three years three years three seasons this Shut is up. supposed to be about anyway. burnley damn it <laughs> anyway uh i think we got to give credit to son Dyche and burnley uh you know they had a dismal start to the season and they've righted the ship that four nil uh victory uh against bournemouth I think that was their kind of coming out party. I mean, they that was them kind of right in the ship. Now they're sitting 13th. I mean, for a while, their first couple episodes, we were talking about Burnley going, we were, I we wrote them off. We're like, they're done. Uh, you know, Wolves and Fulham and, you know, kind of the new kids on the block coming in. And Burnley, you know, you had your shot. And uh, down you go. You got to give credit where credit is due. They've been, you know, uh, kind of scraping points where they should. They beat Cardiff. They drew Huddersfield. They were never going to beat City, mm-hmm. especially at Manchester. So, uh, you know, they've got a little bit of a run here where they've got Chelsea, West Ham, Leicester, and then Newcastle. I think if they can keep kind of pecking away and, and getting those points against squads that are not in the top eight, remind you that Bournemouth is very well situated. Uh, if, if you're a Cherries fan, uh, which 
you've alluded to, I am here on this pod, uh, you think, wow, how did they not beat Burnley? Uh, uh, so credit where credit is due. Uh, they were never going to win this match. It was not competitive. Good grief. I think they were just ready to just leave and all that. And poor Joe Hart, my goodness. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, to be fair, the guy had just no defense in front of him to speak yeah. of. But, you know, if they can keep pecking away, let's be honest, there are teams that are uh, are in far dire straits in Newcastle and Huddersfield town than, uh, uh, than Burnley. All right, Jared, we're going to swing this one back to you for a last shot at second spot on the list. So what do you think made it? Oh, good God. Uh, what do we think was on there? I have no idea. You got to be kidding it's me. It's a um, Yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, oh, okay. So we're getting tips. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's that's all talk. I can give you, though. <laughs> that's <laughs> got to keep talking, man. Okay, let's talk about Watford two 0 over Wolves. Ah, uh, that's not it, unfortunately, boys. Hey, Back to you. I think I think it's Cardiff the top two over Fulham. It is Cardiff. What the flip? You got to be kidding me, man. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Cardiff (laughs) shock Fulham with four goals, thanks to strikes from Murphy, Reed, Patterson, and Kay Harris. Final score was 4-2. Here's the lead-in. This is the first time since 1961, you heard that right, that Cardiff have scored four or more goals in a top-flight game. Um, so I think it's only fair they got second spot. Question for you, Boyce. Was this a bit of a fluke for Cardiff, or were there some signs of life? You know, it, it's upsetting for me as an Arsenal fan who enjoyed their 5-1 romp over Fulham to have to say this, but I think that the reality of the situation here is that Fulham's defense is just that bad. There were Arsenal fans who pondered the the viability of the decision to loan Callum Chambers out to Fulham. Mm-hmm. And uh, after his display this weekend, uh, I think it's probably the best. Although one wonders how many more minutes he's actually going to get for Fulham for the rest of the year. I Cardiff aren't very good. Even in the match over the weekend, Sherlock scores a goal in like the 11th minute, the 12th minute. And you kind of wonder whether or not Cardiff are going to be able to come back. They're not going to be able to replicate four goals against anyone else in the Premier League for the entire rest of the campaign. It just so happened that they were at home against one of the most suspect defenses in the league. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll eat some crow here. I I thought with Suri and Sherla and Sessegnon and Mitrovic, that Fulham would be able to score its way out of a lot of problems this season. And as of yet, they've been unable to do so. You know, the the second goal that Cardiff scored was just just embarrassing. You know, it's just one of those situations where Fulham's trying to pass the ball around back, failed to do so, and the third goal was exactly the same. You know, Fulham's just inability to be able to clear the lines resulted in two gift wrap goals for Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Hey, if Cardiff's going to stay up the season, which I just don't, I don't think they have any chance of being able to do. They're going to have to win all of these matches. Mm-hmm. And you have to think maybe it's just insanity coming through here, but you'd have to think that Fulham has the offensive options to be able to figure this out in the second half of the season. 
you know, they're they're level on points with Cardiff right now, unfortunately, with a negative 14 goal differential. Yep. Jared Fulham are obviously sitting in that relegation zone right now. And as Boyce mentioned, with that 14 uh, minus 14 goal difference. So um, what are your thoughts on them? Are they going to face a drop here pretty severely or uh, they got a chance to fix their defense? I don't know. I mean, I was a voice a little bit in the beginning of the season. I mean, they have there is some offensive firepower here, and uh, uh, I mean, we all knew Calvin Chambers was garbage, but you know, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, you got some, uh, you got a you know, former Spurs target there, and Alfie Mawson, and uh, you know, Cyrus Christie, and other people. I have no idea who the hell they are, but uh, with Mitchell Bessessini on and Sherla, I mean, you thought at least that uh, you know to kind of echo voice. I think it's score their way out of it, but it. Uh, I say time in, you know, time in, time out. You got to win the games that you're supposed to win. And when you're in the bottom half of this table, you just kind of, <laughs> you have to scrape by. And you really can't afford to be losing, you know, dropping two goals in your goal difference home or away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be just accumulating points and points and points. Uh, and when you don't, you are Newcastle, nine matches in with two points. And while that seems very close to Fulham with five, I mean, that is frankly ages away. So mm-hmm. it is ironically uh you know uh it's almost too early to call it i think it's too early to call it on the top of the table i think it's too early to call it at the bottom there are plenty of surprises here you got a burnley squad who could beat bournemouth and then they turn around and draw huddersfield uh uh, at the john smith stadium so you never know um i i think we just got to play it out i will say uh, uh, mark my words, I think by Thanksgiving, we're really going to see a shakeout here. Uh, you have a lot of these bottom table teams playing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's going to that's gonna really take care and kind of separating uh, you know, the wheat from the chaff. Uh, right, let's move on. Uh, it is time to bring back a classic from season one. Uh, that is, of course, Rumor Mill. Yes, each player is going to get a quote or a line from a newspaper or online resource from the last few days. All they've got to do is tell me if the words I read out were in fact printed or just something I made up. So it's basically true or false. Two points for a correct guess. And Jared, you're up first with this one. Tottenham are closely monitoring 23-year-old Bournemouth and Netherlands defender Nathan Ake. Is that true or false? That is 100% true. That, sir, is correct. Nice work. You've done your homework. I'm impressed. Uh, that will get you those two points. Sky Sports uh, wrote that delightful read on the 16th of October. Do you think it's going to happen? Uh, it it depends. You know, now we have kind of one-away center back, Juan Foyt, uh, which I, I, I get. He's been injured, not getting a lot of playing time, and he's fallen behind the pecking order to Eric Dyer, which I 100% disagree with. But um, I think if we move Foyt and uh, we're able to uh, acquire Ake for the right price, uh, yes, I think it could. We'll see. Uh, boys, this next one's for you. Reports are surfacing that Man City boss Pep Guardiola threw a bottle of water at Riyad Mahrez in the dressing room for failing to convert that game-defying penalty against Liverpool two weeks ago. True or false? You know, I have no idea whether or not this is actually true, but I would have thrown a bottle of water at Riyad Mahrez, <laughs> so I'm going to say that Pat Guardiola probably did. Oh, it is false, I'm afraid. No, there were no reports that came out with those words. It's just something that I thought would be fun if it was true. Uh, I'm but with was... you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have done it too. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all would have done. Uh, so, Jared, this next one's for you. Despite their continued success, Arsenal boss Unai Emery is now looking to strengthen his squad and is hoping to convince the owners to sign Leon midfielder Tangai 
num I can't even say his name, Dombele in the January transfer window. Only because you had trouble with the name, I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually false, believe it or not. And here's here's <laughs> oh where God. I got you. The player does exist. <laughs> He's I just even can't. mispronouncing things to get us these days. <laughs> That's what I mean. What is this? I'm a tricky deception. one. Uh, it's actually Man City that are looking to sign this guy who I can't pronounce. Uh, apparently he's hot oh, stuff. But uh, no, I, I did get you on that one. It is false. Um... Boys, this last one's for you. Man United have told Paul Pogba he will not be sold in the January transfer window despite the players' wish to join Barcelona after they expressed interest in him. That sounds just dickish enough to be something that Jose Mourinho would do, so I'm going to say true. It is true, yes, and I'll get you those two points. The Mail on Sunday, that delightful read, uh, that published that last Sunday. So, yep, that was a true article. Right, let's move on to our last game, which of course is a fan favourite, but I'm going to put a little spin on it. So this week we're going to play a round of team profile. So I'm going to provide five different clues to a current Premier League team, each clue easier than the last. First person to shout their name and correctly guess said team wins the two points, but as usual, you only get one guess as an incorrect shot will freeze you out. Guys, you ready? I basically yes. need to win them all. Jared, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie, but uh, you might need to win these out pretty convincingly. So uh, as I wish they're all you know, somewhat Spurs-related, but uh, unfortunately well, there not. There can only be one Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham for five. All right, here we go. Team number one uh, have only kept two clean sheets thus far. Wear similar home colours to another Premier League team. Okay. <laughs> Charlie Taylor plays as a defender. Finished seventh last season. Managed by Sean Dyche. Boys. Jared. Boys. Jared. Boys. Oh, no. Come oh, on. no. He still screwed it up. It's Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> it is Burnley, yes. Uh, that'll uh, get you those two points. Wait, that... wait, wait, James. Is our reference West Ham? What is the similar colours? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the other Premier League team was uh, was West Ham in that in that one. Yeah, so it would have been either West Ham or Burnley. So uh, again, good shot on Burnley. Um... I'm excited for the rest of this, which means that I can just early. There's only 19 more squads to go. <laughs> Technically true. Uh, this next team is located directly east of Wales. Get your maps out, boys. Boys, uh, Jared. Oh man, this is going to be interesting. Uh, yes, boys. Cardiff. It is not Cardiff, <laughs> and that freezes you out. Nice try, Jared. These other clues are for you. Have been in and out of the Premier League of recent. Have an animal located on their team crest. Currently in the top ten. And players include Neves, Moutinho, and Traore. That would be Wolverhampton. That would indeed be Wolverhampton. Yes, and I'll get you those two points. Uh, team number three have hit the woodwork seven times currently this season. Have scored... Boys. Yes, boys. Lester. You know, it sounds fun to be lesser, but it is not. No, and that does freeze you out. Uh, once again, Jared, sit back. He's just freewheeling knowing that I actually mathematically can't win. <laughs> well, I didn't tell you, but at the end of this, there's a bonus three points. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll throw in the other clues, Jared, just for funsies here. So he's scored 21 goals as a club so far. Ex-players include James Milner and Gareth Barry. 
if you remember those guys, uh, known to some as the Noisy Neighbors and are the current title holders. I don't care. All right, fine. Uh, let's move on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Manchester, it's Manchester City. We all knew it. Of course we did. Uh, team, oh, God. oh, God. Team number four have collected three red cards in this season alone. Have lifted Ooh. the Premier League trophy at least once in their history. Ex-football star Gary Lineker used to play for this team. Boyce. Yes, Boyce. Lester. It is Lester this time. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> I'll just tack on another two points to that rolling score. It's only because Boyce, like me, follows Gary Lineker on Instagram. <laughs> uh-huh. It is totally funny. I just remember him being really excited during the 2016 campaign when I was... He was very excited. You know, he hosted an episode of Match of the Day in his underwear because he bet, I can't remember who it was, um, that Leicester wouldn't win. And if they did win the title, that he would do it. And he did. Fair play to him. Um, Clips on YouTube somewhere. Uh, Anyway, yes, that was Leicester City. And that will get you those two points. And the last one of the game have locked in six wins so far have yet to have a player sent off a London club. Boys. Jared. Yes, boys. Chelsea. God, check um. the tape. Good <laughs> grief. I think we need to make that Wi-Fi stronger in your new office, Jared. I mean, really, we've got to get uh, tuned up a little bit more. Yeah, that or more wine. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. It is Chelsea, though. Yes, uh, that'll get you those two points. Uh, the other clues were of interest. Has a player who currently leads the Golden Boot Race owned by Russian billionaire. Um, but yes, I'll get you those two points. And that is the game. Jared, do you want me to read out the score or shall we just assume that uh, it's, it's not good? Oh, <laughs> uh, James, I think you have to read it out. Is this a who kicked the corner flag record beatdown? Um, you know, I wish I had those stats. I actually do, but I'm going to pretend I don't. Um, <laughs> yes, your final score. Boyce, you managed to rack up an impressive 14 points. Um, Jared, unlucky you didn't do that. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you, James. You're welcome. Um, which does take our series total to four boys to Jared. Plenty of time left, Jared. Don't you worry. But how are you feeling, bud? Uh, you know, yeah, pretty bad. Better uh, days, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead next week. Top three. My first guess, whatever the hell Burnley did. All right. <laughs> I'm on to you. I'm on to your games. Figured it out. Can't re- yeah, can't reveal the source. Uh, well, I will. This hopefully isn't uh, a, a huge clue, but Man City Tottenham just might be in there, um, even if it's a nil-nil ball draw. You never know, because um, we haven't talked about Spurs in a while, so maybe it's due. But uh, anyway, uh... you'll scare them. Stop it, <laughs> boy, Spud. How you feeling? Arsenal ten in a row. Ugh. That's uh, for a non-Arsenal fan. It's hard. It's hard to see, but for an Arsenal fan, it must be good news. You know, it's been it's been lovely. I, I think the Europa League away fixture against Portugal a little bit of a risk, and if it doesn't happen, then you know I'll be in New York at the Blind Pig for Arsenal Liverpool at the Emirates, and uh, let's just say my confidence for that is still not at a high level. Interesting. <laughs> might uh, might end up five five three five five four entirely possible one way or the other but uh for right now it's pretty fun to be above spurs <laughs> for now we'll see anyway no, i'm glad um, you can finally give that to you buddy it's okay <laughs> well we had we had 20 years you had two fun how that goes. <laughs> you haven't been a fan for 20 years so it doesn't really matter now does it 
This is where I just got tight rolling. So I get eight. It's still more than two. <laughs> oh, there it is. Look at that. When does our stadium open, by the way, Jared? Is it soon? Is it against Burnley? <laughs> oh, God, dude. I don't know. My God. My, my, my office opened before Spurs Stadium did. I, you, I would not have guessed that. Yeah. But you guys uh, have the biggest uh, store in the all the teams in the things. That's a trophy-winning thing. That's not even a sentence. Like a true Arsenal fan. Play us out, James. Oh man, I want this to keep going. Seriously, I just keep this going. Uh, wait, wait. Actually, before before James plays this out, yeah, uh, Jared, I have a, a mutual thing to say. I think, uh, at least in some capacity, sure. uh, they have set the North London Derby uh, for, I believe, eight thirty in the morning on December second, and because it is at the Emirates, it will be held at Johnny's. Uh, downtown, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna do the home and away thing that we did last year. So we're gonna see how see how this goes. Mm-hmm. That actually, that is correct. Yeah, I'm uh, actually glad they've our... done that. I'm glad it's not like six thirty in the morning local time. I'm I'm glad we get an extra two hours. Um, well, folks, that is all we have time for today. So big thanks as always to my guests Jared Bustamante and Voice Richardson. Uh, as usual, don't forget to check out our Twitter page at Kick Corner Flag, as well as our Facebook page and website KickFlag.com. Jared, any final thoughts? If you're in the Kansas City area, please. Our home and away matches are a blast. Johnny's empowering life for the North London Derby. Be there. It's going to be wild. And boys, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> That's all it is. Love it. <laughs> Two words and a laugh. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great week. <laughs>